Welcome to Audiobook Test Drive. In today's episode, we are featuring an excerpt from More Brides in Vegas, Vegas Babes Book 2, written by Elizabeth Sarai. Tying the Knot with No Strings Attached Who can resist love at first sight? The minute Ted saw Annie shedding her clothes on stage at the fox's den, he fell head over heels for the petite, busty redhead. She had to make the first move, though, dragging him into an impromptu orgy in the den's VIP suite, along with technically virgin bride Francesca, secret slut Laura, and hot black mama Chantal. Now Annie and Ted are getting married, and they've invited all their friends from that wild amateur night to the party. Taking over a vintage 80s motel with a courtyard and pool for their private function, the bride and groom expect a certain amount of carnal excess. Still, nobody's prepared for the sexual free-for-all that breaks loose, involving not only the gals from the den, but also Annie's rock star brother, Ted's milf mother, Chantal's new slave girl, a lascivious hippie couple, a susceptible priest, the butch hotel manager, and an entire Scottish rugby team. As the wedding guests act out their secret fantasies, they push the limits of both lust and love. Finally arriving at the altar after an exhausting, arousing 24 hours, Annie and Ted realize that tying the knot doesn't have to mean tying themselves down. And now for your listening pleasure, an excerpt from More Brides in Vegas. Chapter 1 I can't believe we're back in Vegas. Francesca Williams, nay, Torelli, tugged at her bikini top, which, as usual, couldn't contain her lush breasts. And for another wedding, too. After a few minutes, she gave up, untied the strings, and tossed it to one side. Grabbing the SPF 30, she spread a thin, glistening layer over her ripe tits. The sensation of her own hands gliding over her flesh made her nipples crinkle and sent little sparks to her clit. She closed her eyes, the better to appreciate the pleasure. Since her last visit to Sin City, little Franny had become quite the hedonist. Her best friend, Laura, sprawled on the chaise next to her, hadn't even bothered to put on a suit. Of course, Annie had told them she'd booked the whole motel for the weekend, and that most of the guests wouldn't arrive until late Saturday, so they could let their hair down. Still, Laura used to be a good deal more discreet, at least in public. Their previous trip to Vegas had changed them all. Laura tilted her sunglasses down onto her nose and looked around at her. Not exactly the Desert Breeze Resort, she commented. The motel was Vintage 80s, a sprawling two-story place built around a central courtyard. Both sides were lined with rooms with sliding glass doors looking out on the huge, kidney-shaped pool in the center. The ones on the second floor had balconies, while the ground floor rooms opened onto patios with umbrella-shaded tables and chairs. In the winter, a dome protected loungers from the weather. But the cover was mostly retracted now. The April sunshine here was stronger than August sun in New Jersey. Francesca understood Laura's point. This place didn't begin to compare to the high-end facility where her father had organized her own wedding six months earlier. There was no poolside bar, just a rink of vending machines. No casino, only two or three slots in the lobby. No golf course or fitness center or luxury spa. 
But the Holiday House did have a ballroom big enough to accommodate 50 or 60 people and a decent coffee shop. Furthermore, the enclosed pool area offered a good deal of privacy, hence Laura's somewhat surprising nudity. Don't be so elitist, Fran scolded. You know as well as I do that Annie and Ted don't have a lot of cash. I'm sure holding the wedding here will be great. Laura flashed her a devilish smile. No doubt. I've heard that Holiday House is quite popular for visiting swingers' conventions. And where did you hear that, Miss Know-It-All? A little birdie told me. Chuckling, she flipped over to tan her naked back. Fran admired the graceful curve of her friend's spine, swelling out to those perfect heart-shaped buttocks and sighed in frustration. Her own outrageous wedding weekend had awakened all sorts of new desires. But she knew from experience that Laura would reject her overtures. The woman would suck half a dozen cocks if she felt the urge, but there was no way she'd let another girl into her panties. Oh well, thought Fran. There are lots of female fish in the sea, especially around here. She wondered whether Annie had invited Lily, Jeanette, and Bridget, the lusty dancers they'd met over at Larry Archer's strip club. Well, perhaps met wasn't exactly the right word. Fran flushed with sudden heat, remembering the way Lily had devoured her virgin pussy. She closed her eyes, savoring the recollection, the way the woman's tongue burrowed deep into her cleft, then teased her clit until she thought she'd explode, the fireworks blasting through her as the girl made her come over and over. She could almost taste the cunt juice the Asian girl had fed her in those deep, soulful kisses afterward. Yes, she'd really enjoy seeing Lily again. Franny, Laura! The bold alto voice came from behind her. O'Hare was socked in with six inches of snow. In April, for Christ's sake, I thought we'd have to cancel. Chantal! Fran sat up and twisted around. We heard about the blizzard. We were worried you wouldn't make it. A statuesque black woman stalked into the open space, sleek and powerful as a panther. She wore a red leather coat belted at the waist and knee-height high-heeled boots. She was followed by a delicate-looking blonde swaddled in a down jacket. Yeah, it was touch and go for a while. She sat down at the foot of the chaise and shrugged the coat off her shoulders. Underneath, she wore more leather. Nice to be warm for a change. Fran threw her arms around her old friend's neck. It's wonderful to see you. She paused to check out the chrome studs and silver zippers adorning Chantal's outfit. You look, um, amazing. Chantal gave her an unabashedly lecherous once-over. You look delicious yourself. Married life obviously agrees with you. Fran smiled, remembering all the fun she and Jake had been having since their nuptials. Just last night, for instance, he'd slipped an ice cube into her snatch while he fucked her in the ass. The sensation had been indescribably intense. They spent so much time having sex, it was surprising they got any work done. Francesca's father had made Jake manager of one of his restaurants in the city. Fran did graphic design for an online magazine in Soho. At least three days a week, the two of them met somewhere in Manhattan for a quickie. Much more entertaining than lunch. Chantal smirked as though she could read Fran's mind. Jake and I are very happy together, Francesca said with mock primness. But what about you? Won't you introduce your friend? The slender beauty stood motionless beside Chantal, one hand clasping the other, her eyes cast down. 
Despite the blazing sun, she'd made no move to take off her heavy outerwear. This is Zoe, said Chantal, but she's not my friend. She's my slave. Isn't that so, girl? Yes, ma'am. The woman's voice was soft, melodious, but with an underlying firmness. You can remove your jacket, said Chantal. I don't want you getting heat stroke. Thank you, ma'am. Francesca gasped when she saw what Zoe wore beneath, a tight-laced corset that made her waist impossibly small and exposed her modest breasts. Silver clamps that bit into the flesh of her nipples and some complicated contraption around her hips that had to be a chastity belt. You took her on the plane like that, Chantal? Laura's voice held a mixture of astonishment and disapproval. You kept her clamped for three-hour flight? Of course not. I made her change in the restroom at Las Vegas International. I just wanted you all to see what she is. What are you, Zoe? Your slave mistress, Chantal, your personal slut. The girl didn't seem at all unhappy. In fact, Fran thought she sounded proud. You've been busy since the last time we were in Vegas, said Laura dryly. I've been studying, learning the scene, finding myself. Chantal grinned. I'm pretty good with a single tail these days. Maybe we'll give you a demonstration later. Butterflies of unease fluttered in Fran's stomach. At the same time, her own nipples pulsed and tingled. What would it feel like to have them caught in those steel jaws? Of course, Zoe has her own talents. Laura, since you're already nude, how would you like your pussy licked? Laura flipped her golden hair back over her shoulders and grinned. You know perfectly well that I'm not interested, Chantal. Not unless you have a boy toy with you, too. Steve doesn't mind if you screw around, Chantal asked with obvious interest. Steve wants me to be satisfied, and vice versa. She stretched back out on the chaise, parting her thighs to reveal her moist pink folds. Fran knew she was deliberately baiting their Chicago friend. Well then, how about you, Francesca? Fran shot a glance at the silent slave girl who seemed totally comfortable standing there exposed. The creature was probably no more than 19 and truly lovely. Fran's clit pulsed and her cunt grew wet in anticipation. Still, they were practically in public, and she didn't know how the girl felt about her. She'll do anything I tell her, Chantal urged. But in case you're worried, I can assure you that Zoe loves muff diving. The crude term made Franny feel weak. Um, sure, yeah, okay. She slid her bikini bottoms down to her ankles and kicked them away, then lay back on the chaise with her knees bent up. Go ahead, Chantal ordered. What are you waiting for? Zoe didn't need another invitation. She crouched at the foot of the lounger, placed cool hands on Fran's thighs, and pushed them gently apart. Fran almost came from the first touch. Zoe leaned in to sweep her tongue along the length of Franny's pussy, ending with a flick to her clit. The wet, firm stroke made Fran groan. The girl repeated the motion, again and again, until Fran was writhing. More. Francesca begged, more. The blonde sub dove into Fran's snatch, taking a big mouthful of soaked flesh. Fran arched up, grinding her pubis against the girl's nose. Zoe responded by swallowing more of Fran's hungry flesh and sucking hard. The drum of an impending climax beat deep in Fran's belly. The tempo increased, the force intensified until Fran thought she'd break into a thousand pieces. Now the sub worried Fran's clit with her teeth. Now she plunged her tongue deep into Fran's hole. 
When Fran's pelvis jerked up, Zoe slipped her palms underneath and squeezed. Oh, holy mother of God, it felt so good. Fran teetered on the edge, shuddering, dizzy, on fire with pleasure. Zoe pursed her lips around Fran's clit while prodding it with her tongue. Meanwhile, she pushed two forefingers into Fran's still-stretched asshole. The Italian beauty tumbled, screaming into blissful oblivion. We hope you enjoyed listening to this excerpt from More Brides in Vegas. If you would like to hear the entire audiobook, it can be purchased at Amazon.com, Audible.com, and iTunes.com.